right, everybody. It is episode 26 of the Audi 84 show here live in uh, sunny Revere, Massachusetts on this very uh, Tuesday, the 29th of uh, August. Uh, it is a uh, Susie Q's uh, birthday today. She turns uh, 51. Are you going to sing for us later? She will. I think she's going to sing a song afterwards. All right. Um, we're back. We were here last week, weren't we? Yeah, we were. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, there it goes. The AC's off. We're in Periscope over there. Facebook Live over here. Remember, you can always get us on YouTube or on iTunes. Well, Tony Brady wants a belly rub. Don't you worry. Um, but we need you to subscribe to our YouTube page. And we need you to like us and leave comments on iTunes. Because, as the mouth over here says, it's the only way you're going to get people to like you, right? Yeah. Or it just, just doesn't matter. They don't have to like you. Yeah. You just have to pay attention. I don't to care you. if you don't like us or not. Yeah. Even don't hit, put a thumbs down, put a thumbs up. It doesn't matter. All at the end of the day, it all works out for people, for us to pop up because negative uh, comments is uh, positive comments, right? It's true nowadays. It seems like to be the way it is, unfortunately. Yeah. And we yeah. encourage you guys to leave messages on uh, Facebook here, too. And uh, be very interactive with us if you can. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And of course, you'll see the uh, pups floating around, little Tommy Brady, who's. On his back right now, buddy. They'll scratch themselves. They'll, uh... Hello, Noah Breezy. Yeah, Noah's doing something over there that it's, uh... So... Got fleas? Got fleas. No. Hope not. No fleas? No. They got their... They got their flea stuff. All right, guys. Calm down. So what do you want to start with? You want to start with the Floyd uh, Mayweather uh, fight? You want to start with uh, the Isaiah Thomas trade being in jeopardy? Uh, you want to start oh with uh, Red Sox slump? Do you want to start with... Uh, I guess we'll get get the know. fight talk over with because everyone's talking about it right now. It's, it's getting nauseating, but might as well... It has to be discussed. So what, what did you predict? I said exactly what would happen. I said that McGregor would not have the stamina to, to do any of this. And whether... Uh, it's debatable whether uh, Mayweather was leading, him, like leading the whole fight anyway, but... It, it's exactly what happened. You could see it in the... I mean, you could watch the whole fight on YouTube now, like 20 minutes yeah. on. I would say around the sixth round, fifth or sixth round, you could see McGregor starting to wear out, and that's when May, Mayweather went to work. And Yeah, and I, I, think, I think people got what they paid for, and I think people knew what the outcome was going to be. And at the same time, I think people uh, got some entertainment out of the deal, too. Yeah, they did. Did you see it was, um, it was a half hour late? To start the fight? Well, no, the thing is, no, there was a delay. I don't know. I, there was something with pay-per-view. I, don't, I watched it yeah, in the pirate, so, so I don't know. <laughs> apparently, the pay-per-view system went down. That happened for the Pacquiao fight, yeah. too. What really means is they delayed it a half hour to get some last-minute subscribers. Probably. Because there's no way in hell you're going to have a system go down. No, but it still continues. The they don't just stop the fights Well, it went reason. down before the fight started. Okay. So it was about a half hour before the fight was supposed to start. They say it crashed. Mm. Now... The reason they did that was, frankly, just so people who were like, oh, my God, the fight hasn't gone on yet? Well, maybe I'll just order it. Who just maybe rush into their TV sets to watch it, you know? Maybe. So, you know, but whatever. I'm, did you see the numbers on how much it made? Uh, no, what is it now? I don't know. I, I, I didn't but they say check. over 100 million people watched it illegally. One of them. 100 million watched it illegally? <laughs> One of them. Well, in this day and age, I mean, something that big is going to have a demand for illegal... Well, come on. I mean, $100 is ridiculous. If you want to tell me $25, $30, sure. In fact, you could even argue maybe they'd even make more money because maybe then so many people would be like, okay, I'm willing to pay for that and not watch it illegally. I mean, you You could have uh, your Facebook Live. Um, You could have probably watched it on there. You said Periscope is what you used, I used Periscope because I knew, like, the the heavy hitters, like Facebook and YouTube, the feeds would be taken down so fast. Very quick, yeah. So I I went to Periscope. And the thing with Periscope is it doesn't go through a server. It goes right off someone's... Phone or whatever, right yeah, so world, it so. was like almost like a lot of them are like you were part of the party, like someone had a cam right there, it was focused on the TV, yeah, but yeah. In, in good, you know, in good quality, good like enough, right? good, yeah, good enough, definitely. I mean, for what do you know, I can't complain. And, um, but it was funny because I, I, I would put it on and everyone is freaking harding, like, like favoring like this and forwarding along, and, the, and you see the viewers start to climb, and then within maybe five minutes, the feed would get killed because it's calling attention. Oh, yeah. So then you start yeah. seeing people like telling the person, like, shut the comments off, shut all this off, like, stop putting hearts. And people yeah. are like, why? It's like, because why the hell would you call attention to it? It makes, you, you know? it makes sense. So if you basically just kind of stayed on the radar as a silent pirate, there used to be this uh, live streams, live streaming sports.net was a uh, program, or not a program, a website I used to use, right? And what it did was it hijacked the live stream of all sports. 
go into the um, the soldiers network, like the whatever they call that. The, you know how like the soldiers can get all the TV sh- channels they want and stuff like that overseas really? yeah. and stuff like the overseas uh, military network or whatnot. I didn't know that, but I believe it. That's um, cool. Yeah, this website worked awesome. The only problem is you had a excuse me, you couldn't really uh, uh, make a big. You only can make it like corner, but they were stupid. Um, preview, uh, you know, things would pop up once in a while. Yeah. But when I worked at the mall, all I'd have to do is bring my laptop and I could watch the Patriots games without actually having to get anything. So that's, that's awesome. Um, I, I noticed though with the fight though, like in, the, in especially at the first round, you could tell there was something like Mayweather's just letting things happen because McGregor, if you watch it, he comes out and he's out, but his guard, his his gloves aren't up. He's just kind of like he's got his hands down, yeah. and any boxer would capitalize on that. Your guard's not up. I'm gonna hit you in the head. Yeah, yeah. And Mayweather's not. Like he just—he he barely threw any punches, if at all, in the first round. He just sort of danced around. And I, and I think that's—I mean—that's a little bit of his strategy as well. But true, but uh, none. Like literally, I, I, in the first round, I don't think he threw. I'm trying to think if he—I don't think he. I think on the other hand, too, he was trying probably probably trying to make it last. You know what I mean? True. Yeah, because he said he—he he said he was because he knew how many people were disappointed with the Pacquiao fight. Yeah, you know, I figure he knows he's gonna win. Well, he's gonna win in ten. Was it ten rounds? Official? Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Yeah, an official knockout, right? Or something. But and plus the referee was pretty lenient. He should have been McGregor should have been deducted for several points. He he couple times he did the, the hammer fist on top of the head. Yeah. You can't do that. And then the ref would be like, you stop, you can't do that. If you ever watch it, you'll see how many times the ref tells McGregor you can't do that and breaks yeah. up the fight. But that should have been, you know, tacked on. But nobody no one expected him to win anyway. So. Well the thing is too, he was uh, you know, he's trained uh, with the uh, UFC. I'm True. surprised he didn't uh, get disqualified for anything yeah. because, you know, all of a sudden your instincts tell you to go, uh, you know, start doing something you're not typically doing. True, true. And, uh, but you think he's had enough time to train to shut that yeah, off for now. Yeah, exactly. So I think, I think it's a fair assessment to say that uh, everyone got their money's worth. We all knew it was going to happen. Yeah. And uh, at the end of the day, um, you know, no one made any money on it. No, not really, yeah. Because yeah. you had about... Bet a hundred to something make a, ridiculous, like fifty or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. I don't know who's betting that. I mean, it's an easy bet. Vegas knew this. That's why their odds were way crazy. Yeah. Now, what would have been phenomenal is if McGregor did win and Vegas might go bankrupt. Oh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> I mean, there's already casinos closing all around the country. They'd make it back in a week, though. They would. Yeah, they would. They'd bitch that they're losing money. And they'd be fine in a week. But uh, and you know, I think this. You know, I like I, I like to think the sports are all naturally and all honest, but there's probably a little, you know, incentive. For McGregor not to win, so that MGM and other casinos don't. He's getting a hundred million dollars. Yeah, right. I do. I think it's good for the sport too. I think it's good for boxing. Because boxing's been dying, and now I'm kind of like, well, these guys are lightweights. What do some of the heavyweights look like yeah. that nobody cares about? If you Google some of these guys that are heavyweights, they look like freaking the chiseled Giants. motherfuckers. Like they're huge. I'm like, I want to see these guys. Like one of them 35 and 0, another one's 19 and 0. They were talking about it on the radio today. I was yeah. like, God damn! I started googling some of these guys. It's a very different strategy when you're a heavyweight, I think. Than the lightweights, the like, the Mayweather's of the world are more, the Pacquiao's are more, you know, versatile. Which the word? Uh, juvenile, juvenile. I can't think of the word. It's uh, amateurs, juveniles. Well, not no, no, not no. More like um, maneuver, yeah, more yeah. maneuverability. Really. Yes, you know yeah, what I mean. It, I get what you're saying. It's more of a uh, dancing around, you know, rather than throwing punches. Well, these big guys just go in there, and they just they can't dance around because they're so big. Oh, they'll just like, pound the shit out of each other. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is a different type of boxing, I guess. You know, well, I don't know. I, I'm not too familiar with it, but now I'm kind of interested because yeah. of this. I want to know more. I wouldn't mind going to a boxing match live. Uh, that'd, that'd be neat. I think this was. Uh, I, I think this is what boxing needed to kind of kickstart a little bit because I think it is hurting sport. You know what I mean? Do you remember back in the day how popular like. Like, I mean, this is all we talked about for the last, you know, few months was this uh, Mayweather uh, fight. Yeah. I think they got more entertainment here than the Pacquiao fight, and I think it's because they brought people, because UFC is so big, I think it brought UFC people over to watch it who typically will probably never ever watched, you know, boxing before, which is, you know, an interesting that and, and McGregor's a character. Like, he, he has definitely the personality over Pacquiao. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think it actually... It, it, I think it was great. Yeah. I think, it, I think it helped a lot. I think, uh, you know, I think that uh, they should have that lead-up, that uh, trash talking and that uh, entertainment aspect, aspect that goes along with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And whether the two guys are in it or not, I mean, at the end of the day, you know that they're, they're probably saying to each other after the fact, like... You know, it's, it is what it is. We're going to fight each other. And, you know, I mean, I'm sure it's nothing 
So you know, you know what I mean? No, it's, it's not because after the fight they were shaking hands and hugging each other. Because no, they know they both made a hundred million dollars in college. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Can yeah. you imagine that? Like, I would, I would get in a fist fight with my own mother. I don't know what would, it, what would it take for you if you really think about it. Which I, I'm not sure if I would get in a, in a, in a boxing ring with Tyson in his prime okay. for a hundred million dollars, and it's not your call if the fight gets stopped. Would you do it? I, I wouldn't be a call. I mean, if it was a fair fight. The thing is, though, what a fair chance that Tyson's knocking me out. But what good is $100 million if I don't even know my own name? Yeah, but what's, what's one blow to the head? It's not going to kill you. It could. It, yeah, I guess it, could it really you. could kill you. Yeah, actually, I was, I was listening to this, uh, this one of my podcasts I listened to um, called uh, Crime and Sports, and they're talking about this guy who had a brother who was a boxer. His first heavyweight match, he got hit in the head and he died. So I guess that could happen. They I guess get that one in a million shot that just or brain damage, like could get brain damage, like yeah, Rocky, like Rocky. But uh, <laughs> that was a prolonged period, and that wasn't a real movie. Yeah, but I think that's just Stallone. Sylvester Stallone in real life. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it takes so many blows to the head after a while, right? Have but, you seen Rocky? No. Oh God damn! It. I told you I seen that one Rocky. The the one the, one, was the one the Russian? No, it was the one he came back. Like oh, that's right. You told me. Yeah, yeah. That one was okay, but it wasn't like a... If I was to show you the best one... I think it was it called be. Rocky 5 or Rocky 6. I no, know. I think that was, just called, that was just called Rocky. Rocky Balboa? Yeah. yeah. I think that was Yeah, Rocky Balboa. Yeah. That, that wasn't bad. I liked it. It wasn't bad, it was, but it's, I wouldn't say it's the best. Yeah, like, because that, that's the one he was old The and, video um, game simulator? Yes. And, like, he had he to fight the Channing... The yes, black, yes, yeah, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the Mayweather of the And of he the world, still right? lost, but he still looked good. Yeah, yeah, like the whole yeah. the whole thing was him training. That's the whole thing, and then him fighting that match. Yeah, and the video game. Yes, it's all coming back to me now. I think I've seen it once in the movies. Actually, it was a good. It was a good one. But I can't like believe you've seen them with the Russian. I still can't believe you've seen them. No, I think I've seen parts of Rocky One. Um, you had to have seen them with the Russian. What's the one? The one in the Russians where he was training in Siberia, right? In the snow. Yeah, and he's like, okay. I've really seen cool. parts of that. I remember a distinct scene of him being in a cabin all by himself. Yeah, he, yeah he's got his trainer. Yep. The snow. Yeah. I do remember that. The whole movie's one montage. One giant 80s music montage. Yeah, it is just awesome. Work it out. I don't know what's worse, that or Top Gun, for terms of montages. I really think about it. Uh, the montage in Top Gun there's is a, there's the most several. erotic. Oh, um, the beach volleyball scene. Oh, my God. Like You couldn't have more of an erotic situation of men. <laughs> like It's just very like... It's very something very I don't know what's the word. I don't know what's no because Rocky there's a montage too and it's him and uh, I forget the black guy Apollo on the beach and they're like hugging and like doing all this weird shit together and running together with topless yeah. with their shirts off. So I don't know that thing was, that was normal back in the eighties. Is that how they killed like fifteen minutes in a movie in the eighties? Probably music montaging. Yeah, probably. The Karate Kid had one. That's true. Right when yeah. he's like, it's like you're the best around. Nothing's gonna ever king, you know. But a greatest American hero. I mean, there was a lot. I mean, you can go back into like every '80s movie. I think had one. You know, it's really sad that is Top Gun Two is official and starts filming next year. Is it really? Yeah, and are I we don't have in Tom Cruise. Yep. Are we having um? No, Val Kilmer. No. No Val Kilmer. No. Here's the thing. I don't know what's more sad that they're making actually a Top Gun Two now, or the fact that Val Kilmer is like really talking about this, and he's like, he's like kind of like wants to be in it so bad that he won't stop talking about it, but nobody wants him in it. They're not writing a minute? No. Are you kidding me? <laughs> he's, no. he's all for it. No. Nobody wants to work with Val Kilmer. He's an no, asshole. No, Goose is dead, so we can't have him, no. Anthony Edwards, in there. But, no. uh, that was Anthony Edwards, was it? Yes, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah the guy who was, uh, what medical show was he on? He was on ER. ER, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, we can't have him, unless he comes back from the dead. That would be an interesting concept of, uh, of uh, <laughs> zombie fly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get you mad. So they, they didn't invite Val Kilmer back. That not is, yet. Not yet, anyway. Oh. I'm sure he'll have a cameo at some God. point, but like, as of right now, no. How bad is that? That's terrible. Yeah. But it's so sad that Val Kilmer is so desperate for work, he won't stop like petitioning for himself to be in it. I mean, I'm going to watch that movie. I'm not going to pay you know, a $40 date night to the movie. No. No. But I'm definitely going to go, uh, I might stream it on Periscope, something might happen tomorrow. <laughs> but yeah. But uh, yeah, so I mean, and, and, alright, so that was the fight, and that was the box, and what about, uh, so this Isaiah Thomas thing, we broke the news for you live last week, when Isaiah got traded uh, to the Cavs for uh, uh, Kyrie Irving, and you know, we gave him a bunch of other stuff too, but then it was reported on, what, was it Saturday or Sunday, that the trade it may be in jeopardy due to the fact that... Isaiah didn't pass his physical. But we all knew that Isaiah had a hip problem. 
There's a reason he sat out for the rest of the Eastern Conference yeah. Finals. He didn't even think he played in the Eastern Conference Finals. And we all knew that, um, you know, he, he, he's an older guy. I mean, older in terms of a basketball player. So he may or may not have came back from it. And uh, I don't know. Maybe I feel like going into it. Your dog it, is just. Unless, unless Cleveland had initially said pending a physical, which you hear a lot during the trade. But I didn't remember hearing anything called pending a physical. No, I, I mean, there's always a chance that there's something going on in those files that we didn't know about, but yep. most likely they knew, mm-hmm. and they're just trying to get more out of the friggin' deal because they're Cleveland. No one's ever tra- No one likes Cleveland. The Cavaliers, they should just go away. Yeah. Like, the only thing they've done right is be lucky that they have a player that was born there. He's the best player on earth yep. and wants to play there. That's, that's it. That's it. Nobody wants to be there. If, if, if LeBron James was born in... You know, uh, Lexington, Kentucky, or let's say Charlotte, North Carolina, he is not playing for the Cleveland Cavaliers. And, and didn't they just fire their GM? They did. At, and he was supposedly actually pretty decent, right? He was. He, they fired him because the deal fell through with Butler. Bring Butler to... So they fired him, which I think is nonsense. Yeah. But um, you see this awesome right here. They tried the double double stale uh, and yeah, yeah. Blue Jays screwed it up. Oh uh, well, they screwed it up. He got hit in the back. He wasn't paying yeah. attention, but he got hit in the back trying to steal a second. But uh, hey, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, right? Nice. But anyways, yeah. So Cleveland screwed up. That's the Blue Jays season right there. Yep, that's it. <laughs> that's that. That's the Right up their entire season, just so, like that one big fuck up. Yeah. Hopefully, we uh, we gain Sorry. some grounds tonight on the Blue Jays, and therefore, uh, oh, it's Furrow Hagen. They kind of saying he was out. Oh, I think he's saying that. They called. They called the ball because the. I think Farrell's thinking that he should get a pass ball and go home and get the, the run, and I think they called the, they called it a dead ball after all this stuff went down third base. Maybe. I think Farrell's pissed off. He just fought. No, it's no, it's the a seat. Burp. No. Who? There's a. Look at those Tommy. What's Tommy, you just fought. I would Woo! claim it. I would claim it. Smelly little puppy, you. Gross. Oh, I want to talk to you for, about football for a second. So the Edelman thing, too, went down. Oh, Edelman's out, yes. And uh, this is situations like this, I want to get annoyed of when your fantasy draft always seems to be, is always uh, like with two preseason All games right, left. Just so you know, uh, we have complaints. <laughs> we got, but no, last year our uh, draft was... Jordy Nelson went down. Yes, but that was the last week of preseason. I know, but it's still in goddamn preseason. Like... Uh, okay, I, I lost Kendrick West. I had him too. He, no, no, uh, no. Um, who, Spencer Ware. Spencer Ware. Went You're down. in the minority here. Most people prefer to have their draft somewhere in the middle, of the beginning of August. Really? I think that's true. I think everyone's just too feisty. I think the best time to have is after the last preseason game. It is. So that way but, you know what who's injured and who's not, and you can't. You're not going to draft. But that's part of the rolling the dice of fantasy football. Well, this football season itself is rolling the dice because people, everyone's going to get injured. A lot of people <laughs> say that fantasy football should start. Way before preseason starts because it's fair that way because now you're drafting players that you don't really know about, as do, do the real teams do. Okay, okay, I never thought it was so, that so way. So people could. say if you really want to play fantasy football in a sense of football, then you should do it like the football teams do and draft your teams early because you're drafting people who they just they just drafted that may or may not even get out of the practice squad. You know. Okay. And anyway, if you really want to take it, I mean, could, okay. I guess you, if you wait until the First game of the season starts is fine. I mean, some people wait till the first game, first game of the real season starts before they have their draft. Oh well, that's too. That's too. No, which I, I've seen I don't that before. That's too. That's too. No. no. But um, I mean, any way you look at it, slice it, you're gonna have injuries. I mean, people lose players. True. I mean, did you draft that one? But guess what? I, I drafted um, Amadola. Spencer Ware. Well, guess what? Everyone did City. after Edelman went down. Yeah, somebody ran and grabbed uh, Amadola like minutes later. Yeah, Amadola. Uh, yeah, if, if somebody didn't already have what's his face. The other white Malcolm, receiver. No, Malcolm Floyd. Is that Malcolm? No, the, the, other, the other white guy. Oh, uh, Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Hogan. Hogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, wasn't, he was gone, too, I think, mm-hmm. if no one had him. Which is all part of the game, you know what I mean? I, I picked know. up, um, uh, who's the running back used to be on uh, uh, Oakland? Um, who's now in Dallas? Oh, um, Oakland used to be on Dallas. Yeah. Uh, McFadden? Dave McFadden. I McFadden. picked him up because, what's his face? Yeah, you don't, know his, how, you don't know how long the suspension is going to be. Yeah. It's, yeah. No, that's... That's a good pickup. That's so you pick him up, he's good. And I picked him up in the 12th round. So, you know, in the 12th round, you know, it's a guy. Who else am I going to be drafting? You know what I mean? So if McFadden can get me 10 points, yeah. you know, a game, which would be nice. Yeah. 
Well, fantasy football is all a shot in the dark, you know what I mean? For a lot of ways it is. All right, we got uh, our buddy Alex Wallace is back on. He keeps saying, free fatty Maddie. Hashtag free fatty Maddie. <laughs> Woo! Free up on his, his I love it. Free flared fatty fitness Maddie. perch. Yep. Free Who's fatty behind Maddie. the desk right now, who I just saw a couple, like, not even a couple hours ago, I think. He got Miami uh, Devontae Parker at wide receiver. What do, you, what do you think of him? I don't know much about him. What team is he again? Is he, uh, oh, he's on the Dolphins. That's right, the Dolphins. He's good, but who, he's got Jay Cutler throwing Jay to Cutler's him. Jay Cutler's his quarterback. He's got Jay Cutler throwing to him. Would have been better if it was... Um, what's Tannehill? Tannehill? Oh, way better for Tannehill yeah. throwing to him. He makes Tannehill look like an all-star. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is uh, hilarious. So good luck, Dolphins, this year. Um, for, uh, so as everyone knows, me and the Mallet will be heading down to New Orleans in two weeks with Pharmaco's Eric Danger Powers, yes. Fatty Matty. And uh, Ronald Doubleback with, uh, with Susie J. The six of us will be heading down to New Orleans in two weeks for a, a mind-blowing adventure. We're actually going to do an episode of this show live on Bourbon Street on um, probably Saturday night. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be wild. So we're going to have a special edition of the ID84 show on Bourbon Street that night for everyone to see and to enjoy. The night before the game, it's going to be like the Super Bowl. It's going to be fun. We can do some man-on-the-street stuff. I am, it's going to be I, am I am looking forward to this to see what we can come Oh, this with. is going to be very interesting. And we're going to be doing this. We're, we're also going to be down there for the game. Um, there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. There's going to be a lot of shenanigans going on. And um, to add this off, me and uh, Susie J are also heading out to Buffalo. I got it for a birthday gift. Tickets for the Buffalo uh, Saints game, November 12th, in uh, Buffalo, New York. So we're heading out there, and there will be a special... Uh, you know, special edition here for, for me and Susie J for an episode uh, while we're out there. So, you're going to have some live football coverage coming up. That's true. You know? Sounds like And you know, and the fact of the matter is, I have a selfie stick. We could actually broadcast live from the game if we really wanted to off the cell phone. We could have make it taken down. So, <laughs> Probably not. No. Anything is possible. It is. Like Tevin Ganetza. So... Stay tuned for that adventure. That's going to be interesting. That should be interesting. I'm What's going to be interesting is the Tuesday before we go down, when we have a show, which will be two weeks from today, mm-hmm. um, and then, well, we have the show while we're all down there together, and then <laughs> the show we have Tuesday when we get back. Oh, God, it's going to be a goddamn nightmare. <laughs> it'll, be some, it'll be a fine I'm gonna, contrast. I'm going to be a wreck. I'm not going to want to... Here's the thing. Like, if I'm around anybody... For too long a period of time, I don't want to look at you anymore for a while. Like, it's nothing personal. I'm gonna, I'm yeah. gonna be sitting here that day after we're everything said and done, and I'll be like, "Listen, I love you, buddy, but uh, I just I really don't want to look at you right now." <laughs> there will be us, yeah, six of us. Uh, you didn't, you, you were the only one. You and Susie were the ones, the only two that didn't go to Vegas with us uh, yeah. a couple of years ago. But uh, me, Fatty Maddie, around double back, and from uh, a Eric po- Danger Powers was down in Vegas uh, a little over two years ago. And uh, I don't think any of us talked to each other for a month afterwards. So yeah, you just you're around each other constantly, yeah. and it's nothing personal. It's just it just happens. You yeah, know? And we're all going to be living in the same apartment building while we're down there for the. It's only a couple of days though. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fine. It It'll be, be an adventure. I don't know what the point I was getting with that though, but well, we'll <laughs> be doing some live football comedy. It'll be week two during this, so it'll be good. We'll get to we really really get a good idea of everything. It will be. I actually feel bad for anybody that drafted Brady, too, because his production is going to go down now. Well, I think Brady is a terrible draft. I think he is, too. Even the year he went 18-0, and or 18-1, and 16-0 in the regular season, I think it was a terrible pick because he's not a high-scoring quarterback. I guess that year, I guess you could make the argument that if you had Randy Moss, he was getting those, he had 20-something touchdowns just to Randy Moss, right? Yeah. But I don't think Brady doesn't give you the yards. He's it's the Patriots football is very chippy, and when they blow you out, blow you out, it's usually by the point in time they get up like three scores, they just give the ball to the running back the entire game. Yeah. So that he's not slinging the ball down the field more times than not. You know what I mean? Yeah. So having Brady is not a really good pickup. I think the best fantasy quarterback has always been Romo. Up until a couple of years ago, because Romo had no running game at that team. He had a pretty, really, really good defense, uh, offensive line, yeah. and he was a slinger. He would just sling that ball down the field. Stafford's like the same way. Stafford's the same way, yeah. too, when he can stay healthy. Yeah. The problem with the difference, those two Well, he throws a lot of picks. Stafford throws a shit ton he of does. picks. He's been good, actually, last year, because he hasn't had uh, Johnson, uh, you know, a Megatron to throw to. Yeah. Actually, it was better when Megatron retired, because he had to spread the ball out. He True. was forced. He, he wasn't trying to throw it all to him the whole time. And that brings up to the point right now that uh, Mr. Uh, 
Uh, Stafford is the highest paid? Yep. Highest paid, really? Highest paid player now. And you said it was a five-year, $90 million guarantee. Guaranteed, but not, it goes beyond that. Um, so let's, let me look at this Matt Stafford contract. Uh, let's see. Bear with me. What did Susie J's bringing us for our dinner tonight, huh? I know, right? Stop $135 million. $135 million. 90 of it guaranteed. So let's see. $135 million. Uh, is that terms of the deal or not? Oh, okay. This, it says here. I know the terms have been announced. Right here it says they weren't, but I know they damn well were. Uh, Look how the puppies are used to you right now. They're not jumping over you like they usually. I know, like right? They when you first used to start coming over. I know, they are. So $135 million. Yeah. $135 million. Well, that lady in Springfield still has more money, though. I know, but you win the lottery and... It, it all goes to hell because people don't know what the hell they're doing. Well, I don't know why to, to you know, jump the subject real quick about, you know, money hmm. and money being made. Um, I got it. Watch out, you're still uh, connected. I know. Up <laughs> uh, <laughs> close and personal. Thank you, sir. Uh, you know, the thing is, like, if, you know, if the idea of money and money being made, um, if you, you would win the lottery, why would you tell anyone who you are? No, because those, those it's revealed. It's, no, you can stay anonymous. Not in Massachusetts. Really? Why yep. is this? I don't know. It's in the books. You can't do it. It has to be made public. Has to be made public. It is public. It goes public. Really? That's why I think the best. Is, but people are greedy. I would wait like six months. Yeah. Even though it'd be really hard to do because you want to claim that. I get it. But yeah. What? Let it die down a little. Hire a lawyer to handle all your shit. Well, and, can't you? I guess. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess that's the case. You could write it over to your lawyer and have them deposit it for you. Check and like deal with all the call, all the bull- you're gonna get calls from like people you haven't seen like in forever. Like like hey hey Adam like I, it's Bill. I know we haven't spoken since kindergarten. Well, did you, see, <laughs> did you see the scam going on? People are creating fake Facebook accounts with this girl's name and saying if you respond to my message, I'll send you a million dollars. So people are responding and then they're like, okay, cool. Just give me your bank account number so I can wire you the money. I don't know what idiots are doing this. Old people. But there's people doing this out there. Old people. Well, I think the Facebook is like, not like old people getting scammed by telemarketers and yeah. that kind of faded away. Facebook's the new new scam. It is. It's uh, absolutely crazy. I get crap all the time on my phone. I get ghost numbers and then it's like, this is a bill collector. Yeah. But like, you owe, the IRS is going to sue you. Call this number. Oh, to, you get the number all the time too? I get that yeah, all the time. Call this, like, call number. Back? To, no? I call it back all the time. What is it? There's actually a quick of audio where I actually call back live. And they say, this is our federal office, and I ask where they're located, and they can't tell me where they, they say Washington, D.C. But we all know, and I'm going to tell everyone else who gets a scam. If the IRS is calling you, they're not calling you from Washington, D.C., they're calling you from your local state IRS office, which in Massachusetts is in Andover, Massachusetts. But here's the thing wouldn't they send you something in the mail too? Yes, they wouldn't call you. The exactly. IRS, <laughs> like the IRS gonna... would never, and for those who are listening who might be scared, the IRS will never, ever call you. They might send an automated thing, They might send, but they're not going to... No, they're not going to call you. They don't have your number. They could get your number, but they're not going to call you. No, yeah, they're going to send you something in the mail. Yeah, they're going to send you a letter in the mail yeah. because this is how it works. They send you letters in the mail constantly. I, I just got a bill from the state of Maryland because I owe them a few thousand dollars when I lived down there. Yeah. And I extended my taxes, so now it's time to pay. Well, they sent me a bill in the mail. I never got a phone call. I never got anything from the state of Maryland. Yeah. So I'm telling you right now, it's a scam. And it's all like Indian people with like really bad... Oh, yeah. One of them, you could hear some, a bunch of other people in the background yeah, talking. Yeah, you hear the yeah. noise in the background. It's well, unbelievable. You, uh, there is a warrant supposedly out for my arrest for, for That's tax what evasion. Yeah, oh, there, I, there's, I, there's a... I, well, I lit it up <laughs> on a lady. I kept, I kept calling her. Uh, the stuff I was saying to these people, on the, and they were like, Tommy, hey... The stuff I was saying to him was unbelievable. And she's like, you're talking to a federal officer. I'm like, what's your badge number? What's your badge that you wouldn't tell me? So I go, you're a liar. You're a liar. And she's like, she's like, I hope you... She's like, I'll see you in jail. First of all, the IRS won't throw you into jail unless you owe hundreds of millions of dollars. They garnish your wages first. There's a hundred things they do yeah. before they throw you in Exactly. They'll, they'll make your life a pain in the ass the more and more you owe. But yes. it's, you're not going to jail for quite no. a while. If no. You, uh, no. I mean, there's celebrities that owe hundreds of thousands, hundreds of millions of dollars. I mean, you're not going to get a credit card. No. <laughs> but like, you're not going to jail. That's for sure. So those out there trying to get scammed by the IRS, you know what? I love how the dogs know now to go under the cord. Do you see that? Yeah, and they also know that where the TV is because... 
Tommy and Nola have been hanging out by the camera the entire night. Hmm. If you if you see on the screen right here, a few minutes ago, Tommy was literally underneath the, the table looking directly at the TV. Yeah. I was thinking the other day, if, well, if I, I don't mean to sound morbid here, but if I was, like, terminally ill, yeah. all right, what I would do is totally fuck the system, and this is how I would do it. Let me tell you right now. If, if I'm not married, so I would honestly take out a bunch of credit cards, mm-hmm. get all my friends, be like, let's go on these trips, right? And remember, I'm terminal. I'm going to die and never pay it back. Yeah. What are they going to do? The, the thing is, I'm not married. When you do get married, though, like, it does, like, your debt becomes their debt. See, so then I, they're I stuck the, with the bills. I heard the opposite today. No, it's not. I, no, because I know people that that's happened. So a guy no. in my office told me you die for your debt. No, So if you I don't. die tomorrow. And if you're married, no. Me and Susie J are married. No, no, it goes to Susie. What about if the credit cards are not only in your name? No, they'll go after her, and she has to owe them. You're married. If you're not married, though, what about student loans? They take the hit. I don't know anything about that. The student loans, I think, get absorbed. See, all right, well, that's a question for you guys out there. What, what I know for a fact, though, if you're married, that your debt becomes her debt. Oh. I'm, f- I, I know that for a fact because I know people that where people have died, and that's what happened. But oh, well, there you go. Um, but I do know. So don't get married. If, if you're not married, they can. They'll go after your estate. Like they'll, yeah. they'll take everything in my apartment. And anything that I own that's good. So they're going to go after Massachusetts, try- my estate? <laughs> uh, and, like, try to, like, get back whatever they can. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is if you start spending things on, like, the things that can't be returned, like vacations and stuff like yeah. that, I mean, they haven't, they're, they're insured. They, you know what I mean? They, they can take a hit. Screw it. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I, dead. What do I care? That's true. You know? That's what happens. They, they can't go after my parents. I mean, what would they, how would they know? So, funny story. You know, know Art Bell, the guy who used to do, like, late-night radio and all that stuff? Yeah. I heard this thing today. Uh, coincidental, I actually heard it. It was actually pretty funny. Um, it said that he, he once he asked, he was curious what would happen if an asteroid was coming to Earth and was going to take us all out. So, he wondered if, what would MasterCard do? Would he, they let people go spend it, or will they shut them down? Knowing that the world's going to be over, right? He called up MasterCard and got to, like, a regional vice president. And the answer was, we will let people spend all they want if the world's going to end. If an asteroid, he goes, because look at this way. If the asteroid misses the Earth, well, people owe tons of money to us. Okay. But if the asteroid hits the Earth, then it doesn't matter anyways because we're all going to be dead. True. So, which is, makes a lot of sense because why wouldn't you let someone yeah, exactly. spend it? Yeah. Hoping that, no, it's a good point. You know, hoping the asteroid doesn't hit the Earth. And then, uh, I mean, I guess everyone has the chance. Everyone will be hoping the asteroid doesn't hit the Earth because uh, who wants that to happen? Hanley Ramirez actually just hit a home run. He did. So we're up two nothing here. The Sox top of the seventh. Yeah. And it looks like did he just get hit or was that a foul? It was a foul. Um. Uh, Alex Wallace said he drafted Edelman. He got screwed. All right, I share his pain because I drafted uh, Alex. I'm going to tell you, I was going to draft Edelman, but I totally forgot about him. I drafted Dion Lewis late in the rounds because yeah. just uh, who knows? There are 17 we know without him. That might mean nothing to them now, but you know, I mean, I mean, with him, there's 17 yeah. old, but I mean, who knows? You know, it's worth the late round chance, uh, I guess. Yeah, you're not drafting him in the first round, but if he's available or sitting around, right? <laughs> draft Dion Lewis in the first round. <laughs> I did take a chance with the uh, that. That young buck with Carolina, um, Mick, uh, John, what the, oh my God, Jonathan Stewart's replacement now, oh, yeah. even though Stewart's still there, but uh, Mick. B- b- I drafted Stewart. I'm hoping your guy doesn't play at all. Yeah, I, I took a big hit, and I, I looked way down, I looked way down, because I thought double back was going to grab him, because he, he, he grabbed the Jacksonville guy. Double back was telling me who he was drafting while we were drafting, and I didn't believe him. And then he would draft the guy. He drafted a lot of good handcuffs, like a lot of young strapping. But yeah, McCaffrey. That's what yeah. I grabbed. I grabbed McCaffrey. And you all were able to watch the draft live last Wednesday night, wasn't it? Yeah, last Wednesday we did the draft live on Facebook. Um, so you got to see all we drafted in the screen and all that stuff. It's going to be an interesting season. I can tell you that much. I'm excited. Um, those who are in the league watching tonight, you will have an automatic loss your first game if I do not receive your payments by Thursday. Two weeks from tomorrow, Thursday. So you all know, because we've had some issues in the past where people weren't paying. I have a guy in my other league who owes upwards to $120 for two years of non-service. Look at this. <laughs> Live on TV. 
He is paying his dues every once in a while. Adam Mallet is good. You should all, like you all said, follow suit. Yeah. So those who you know who you are, you owe. Um, and don't act like you're not watching or listening at some yes, point. Yes, because you know you will pick it up. Yes. Um, don't worry. We'll get you. We'll get you good. We'll find you. I think there's only a handful, too. And two of them live within the building. There's a couple people live over there who play. Huh. Who are in that league. Really? I will track you down. Really? Yeah. We had, we, we had, we had, did you see the video at all from the draft? No, I did not. We had all six of us over. Huh. It would have been fun if everyone was there, though, because we had that big TV screen. It was a 100-inch TV down in the room we used. Oh, that's we good. We put the computer up there. We just brought our brews down there. Uh, double back away with pizza. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. You yeah. had other things to do, I understand, but mm-hmm. uh, next year. Next year. We're thinking about a, uh, a packy uh, fantasy baseball league. Oh, well, for next year. The thing about fantasy, fantasy baseball is... It's, it's long. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's a daily commitment. It is. Um, it's like having a kid. Like, I play <laughs> hockey, every day. and hockey takes a lot out of it. I don't even understand fantasy hockey. I don't, I don't. I don't either. And I've been uh, playing in the same league every year because my buddy was in one of our leagues. It's a trade off. His his a thirty dollars entry to his league, so I just trade off of him for the play in our league. Is there fantasy golf? There is. How the hell is you that? can actually play? Um, I get it on DraftKings. I just yeah, DraftKings and stuff. Uh, yeah, there's fantasy NASCAR. Okay. There's fantasy anything. Yeah. No, but I don't mean like the DraftKings kind. I mean like actual leagues. No, there's really. leagues, leagues for fantasy NASCAR, and you draft your drivers. And you only, but you have a salary cap. That's how it, that's how it's done. So I'm you only get. Let me find fantasy curling. <laughs> I bet this fantasy, you know, jerking off. If I guess you really think about it. <laughs> What's this guy's stats look like? Let's. But I see. guess every jerking off is a fantasy when you think about it. <laughs> right, Tommy? What do you play? Fantasy what? Nothing. He's all on a grill. He's a fantasy of having his balls back. That's what. Little that is. Tommy Brady. There he goes. It's kind of cute, actually. He actually sits on the top of the couch like a cat. Yeah. We just got this brand new cover, if you notice. It's not beat up or anything like this. And uh, we, we put him to bed last night, then we put the cover on, because we don't want him bothering us. They woke up this morning, and they were completely confused. They had no idea what the hell this thing was. <laughs> Even though it's the same color, it's a different material. Because little Nola peed on the couch the other day, so oh, we had to Nola. clean that up. That we put a new cover and stuff on it, but uh, the building is being overridden by dogs. I, I walked in. Okay, first of all, I, I couldn't step on the grass because there was poop all over walking in. Would you, you come in on the front of him? Yeah. Well, you walk on the grass and not the. Pathway. I didn't, but I just know I was didn't step on the path, but I looked over because there was a guy walking the path, and I'm, like, oh, I'm gonna step over it so he can go by him because he had a dog, a big yeah. dog, and I noticed I'm not stepping in. There's poop all over there, so I didn't. And then I took the staircase up because it's only one flight of stairs. Well, I yeah. wait for the elevator, and there's pee in the stairwell. From obviously a dog. All right, I'm gonna tell you this: There's a lady who lives in the building. Me and Susie caught you. You caught you the other day. You're letting your dog. So we bring our dogs down the parking garage, right? Yeah. So if you go out this entrance, you go down the parking garage with double back of smokes. You go down those stairs, and so we're looking at the building this way. So that way, in the back of the building, there's this long area of grass where you're supposed to let the dogs out, right? They have bags over there for the dogs. There's a huge stretch from the run. It's against the. You kind of enclosed in, so nothing can really get you. This lady literally is so lazy, she brings her dogs out and doesn't make them go to the grass. Let's them pee on the, the, the stairs. Let's them pee. Inside. No, outside in the parking garage. Uh. Let's them pee right in the opening of the parking garage where we let the dogs out. So they yeah. piss there all the time. She old? No. It's a, it's a young couple with a small little dog. Now, granted, little Nola did poop once in the building when we first got it. But at her defense, she was only here for about... Seven hours. Okay. So you're still get, trying to get acclimated. Sorry. So, stands up another home run. 51, huh? But that crowd, look, there's like nobody. No one there. Nobody there. And that's at the National Stadium. They're going to make the playoffs. Oh, it'll be filled then. No, it wasn't filled. I was getting free tickets when I was living down in Playoffs? Tennessee. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. No one likes the Nationals. The Nationals were so bad. I know we're jumping around, but... When I was working at this bar down in Virginia, right, right over the border of D.C., they sent people, the Nationals had sent people out in their market department to all the bars with bags full of T-shirts and, like, free stuff, free. Would go to every bar in the area and just give them a big duffel bag full of free T-shirts and stuff so they can entertain the idea of the playoffs. It's both cool and sad. 
So I was like, really? I'm like, the Red Sox would never do that. So I stole. No, they don't need to. Yeah, but (laughs) the Red Sox would never do that. Right. Anyways, you know, it worked out for me. But um, you know, enough about sports and you know dogs. But we should really talk about Mm. ghosts. I would love to talk about ghosts. Yeah, I think we should talk about ghosts because we had. I had an incident. A couple. I think it was was Wednesday night. A Thursday night? Yeah, no, yeah, it was the next day. It was Wednesday after the Wednesday. show. Yep. I woke up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat. And I felt this, uh, the room got very, very cold instantaneously. And I felt like there was something there. And then when I woke up, Tommy was having a nightmare. This guy right here was having a nightmare in his sleep. And sometimes the dogs do that. And they'll, they'll do their little kicks and stuff in yeah. their sleep. And they'll have to be dreaming. But he was like wailing. Like, I've never heard him before in his sleep. To the fact that I thought he was up. And you said you were having a nightmare, too, when you were probably... Yes. You don't remember your nightmare. I don't remember the nightmare. Damn. I did at the time. I told Suze I forgot what it was. Yeah. But Tommy was having a nightmare. And then Nola was up, because they share a cage together. And she had this look of fear in her eyes. Yeah. And she was just scared, to the point where the next morning, when we took him out, we opened the cage in the morning. Nola was so frightened of me and Suze, she wouldn't go near us. She was, like, hiding in the corner over there. We were trying to put her collar on. She wouldn't come near us. She ended up peeing all over the kitchen floor because she was so scared. And, like, just, like, was, like, incapacitated. It was the weirdest thing. And Tommy was just barking. The, the, the dogs acted so badly the next morning, un, you know, regular to what they really are. Um, you know, it was something crazy. So then I was telling Mr. Matt over here, who was into this stuff, and he brought his uh, little device over on his phone, right? Yes, I brought. Do you have another one too? You have a real one as well. Yes, but yes, and it's pretty accurate. Um, I have an EMF detector oh, right. that, that measures the electromagnetic fields. And can you, uh, uh, can you put it on now and maybe? I can put it on now. Um, no, mind you, we have a TV. We have a lot. Of we do. There are electronic devices here. I'm not gonna. Um, but basically, it it shouldn't be anywhere around. Like like it's kind of high right now. It's not like crazy high yeah. it, it, it's in like the 60s no put it in the seat now what freaked me out was these red socks that I have <laughs> these are old seats from Fenway Park and he put one near one seat oh, oh yeah it's going up <laughs> and it, the seat that Adam's sitting in is going up sky high yeah, what's, it's, what's it's that uh, it's at oh, let me change let me try this it's at about 60 yeah, it, well now it's in the 50s earlier yeah. it was in the, oh no now we're on 64 65 okay. 61 60 it's going it's, it's all over the place no but like I said we are an apartment complex it could be that there's no with the other seat just for the hell of it go by the other seat the puppies get out of my way it's uh everyone gets a good look at my butt no it's uh in the 50s okay. it, it's close to the same no but it was skyrocketing earlier right yeah now it's yeah it's like 67 well I was near the lamp there and stuff yeah it's, see uh, I'm thinking there's a ghost still it shouldn't be this high it really shouldn't be this high I'm thinking there's a ghost that used to own these seats and he's been haunting these seats for how, forever now yeah he used to go to the games when it was like a nickel yeah I used to go to the game when it was a nickel I mean, it's possible, right maybe but like it's an apartment complex we are in a quarry which typically has a high level of radon when you're in a rock quarry but and bodies being dumped there's bodies being dumped and stuff. You never know, you know. People could be buried inside this building. Like, when you, know? you woke up, though, and you said you were really cold, it was, was it as cold that you could see your breath? or was just, It like, wasn't really that cold. cold. Yeah. It was cold, though. It was like, I would say it felt like it was 20 degrees cooler than it was. And then it went away? Then it went away. That's weird. On a summer, yeah. Yeah, and... That's weird. Funny, I experienced something similar to this my like, first week of work. It was like in uh, January. I went on a job site in an abandoned house that... Clearly was lived by hoarders. Every room was full of hoarding. And um, we walked through this room, and it was all boarded up and stuff, so we had our flashlights going through it. And we walked on one floor, and it was probably like a four, oh, probably like a 55-degree day. Yeah. And me and this girl we were with for the work, we went down to the first floor, and it was probably about 10 degrees. We could see our breath. Oh, wow. Well, he does rise, but still, what, but, what month was it? It was it was like beginning of February, but mm-hmm. it was a nice day out. It was a but there's no heat being in the house, so no, yeah. and the yeah. windows were boarded up. Yeah, but still, you that, know, that's weird. It was a dramatic difference between the second floor and the first floor. Put it that way. Yeah, and they both had boarded up windows. Okay, but uh, yeah, it's I haven't counted. I've actually stopped listening to my headphones while I'm on job sites, um, because especially in abandoned houses, because it freaks the hell out of me. Yeah, you want to pay, pay you know? attention. Yeah. I like stuff like that, though. 
it's so fun. yeah, it's uh, freaky. So, so what do you think as an as an expert? Um, I think that would you would you would you would you set up cameras in this place at night with the infrared to I don't check think, things out? No, I don't think this place is haunted. I think that, like I said, I think there there's such a high amount of because you live in an apartment yeah. complex. I think and there's like wires and walls and all this stuff. I think that there's such a high electromagnetic field that there is something somewhere it could use that to manifest temporarily. But I don't think it's haunted. True. You know, so electronic field. So why do extra I guess not extraterrestrial, but why do these... Entities. Yeah. Spiritual. We'll call them spiritual entities. Spiritual entities. Why do they give off electromagnetic? Well, if they're going to manifest... Well, the thinking is... I'm not... I don't... So I watch these shows all the time, and I'm like, why are they giving off electromagnetic radiation? Well, they need, they're not giving it... They, no, they're not giving it off. They need it to manifest. They okay. need, like, that energy to actually... Show themselves so or have a presence. So they'll go into a light bulb or a TV or something. Yeah, or something like a, like a huge. Yeah, exactly. That's why how people report like when they're recording, like my battery is just charged now. It's drained all of a sudden. Why? Okay. Okay. It's sucking. Okay. Yeah, it's sucking that out to try to manifest itself. That's yeah. the thinking. Interesting. Yeah. And have you ever encountered it yourself? Yep. And what's the, what? What? Uh. Oh man. Okay. So I was doing some extra work on this on this film, and we were at. Uh-huh. This, Honky no, Holocaust. it was not Hong <laughs> Holocaust, uh, but we were. I was. In Which we're gonna have a, bre- a viewing party one of these nights, and we're gonna be wa- we're gonna be live streaming. And you're gonna like Honky you're Holocaust gonna blindside me. You should come over for dinner some night, and I come over, and there's a flex seat set up, and Honky yeah. Holocaust is right there. I tell you, I'll kill you. Invite everyone over. Invite the whole cast over. I should, uh, <laughs> but um, so I was uh, at this abandoned hospital. And we were told, like, oh, like, supposedly the, the, the sixth floor has all this activity. Yeah. And um, it's weird because the, the abandoned hospital had, like, it saw wheelchairs in the middle of the aisle. It was dark. There's files everywhere. We broke into cabinets and found expired medicine. Yeah. It didn't seem very legal, uh, legit, for that to be like that. It was okay. really bizarre. So, and we go up there, and I saw, I, I saw this shadow. Now, here's the thing. I'm very, I'm a believer, but I'm also a skeptic. I don't oh, yeah. think everything I see is, like, I'll be, but I'm standing there. And from here to say about where your door is, I saw this solid shadow pass, like a human. It's like a human figure of a shadow so just by pass. No, not by me, but in like from here to another room. So I'm like, somebody check that out. And we ha- there's only one way out. There was no other way out. So of you that. got so you broke you into this place illegally. No, no, we were filming there. We had a permit to be there because we were filming. I was doing some extra work. Gotcha. Okay, okay. But okay, it was in so between takes and whatever. I it was see. a break time. So, we're like, hey, let's go explore. Yeah, yeah, why not? You know, so I'm, we had the, the whole room was cornered off. Nothing could have got in and out of there. Couldn't find a damn thing. There was nothing wow. in there. Because thought maybe it's a homeless person. Maybe yeah, it's like. You get a, anything, right? Nothing was in there. It, it, it was nothing, you know? That, uh, that's creepy. I did a job site in an old nursing home. Oh, God. And when we first got, so it's funny, so we got to the nursing home the first day, it was a two-level nursing home, three-level if you count the basement, and, uh, in Hyde Park, and uh, the, the electricity was on and everything, they had a security guy on duty because he was watching everything, and uh, me and this guy went in and we did the site visit, we did some measurements and stuff like that. Yeah. And I don't like nursing homes anyways, they give me a bad vibe. Yeah, smell too, I don't like the smell. They have a smell to it. and you, you think flesh. It's old people that die, you know what it is, it is what it is, you know what I mean? And, like, you know, the people, old people who are going there aren't leaving there unless they're dead. Yeah. Put it that way. So, it's like, once you're there, you know, it's like, and they had, like, the cafeterias, and they had, like, the, the salon, and all the stuff that was there. It was very odd. And I remember walking into these rooms, and I could feel, like, a weird vibe. Like, I could feel death. You know what I mean? Smell it almost, right? Yeah. So, fast forward, like, two months later, we, we go back to the hospital. They had gutted the entire thing. Yeah. All that's left is just the columns and the walls, and that's it. They literally got rid of all the uh, petition walls and stuff like this. And I'm walking around, and you know, even though you could see straight down the other side, and everything was just cleaned out and taken out. Me and this guy are doing these, these taking measurements and stuff like this, and like I could still feel the death. The death hasn't left yet. I'm like, who the hell would live in these apartment buildings? Mm-hmm. Knowing that there was an old, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah. I think some stuff lingers. I, I agree with you. I mean, maybe, hey, maybe you're in tune to that. That's awesome. I'm in tune to that maybe. stuff, too. Oh, it's weird. It also, too, is when you're in surroundings like that, it's dialed up, too. So you might be thinking that, but True. it might not really be there, too, because it's just the environment. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's all I've had. I've had quite a few, too. My mom's house. Oh, my God. Uh, there's an old lady. Yeah. And I have, this, I have never, like, there have been situations where I haven't told people that, and they thought they saw a woman. 
Really? Yeah. And one time she's. She screwed me up getting laid, or, or at least getting some action. Yeah, how that happen? So, cock we're, blocked. You got cock blocked I got by cock, a ghost. Cock blocked by a ghost. Yes, Jesus. was in the driveway in my car, and the girl is with me in the passenger seat. And if you're in the passenger seat and you're looking at me in the driver's seat, you can see directly into the dining room window. Okay. Well, so she she comes in. We start we start kissing, whatever. And over my shoulder, she all of a sudden stops and freaks the hell out. Because she saw this woman in the dining room looking right at her, even though no one was home. Yeah. Right? Oh. Now, and now I'm thinking, maybe this is like a cop-out. She just don't want to be. Maybe, yeah. Maybe be. But it wasn't the first time somebody had said, I thought I saw a woman looking at me. So Freaky. Yeah, and she freaked out and was not comfortable, and she wasn't going to come into, my, into the house. Yeah. No, I don't blame her. <laughs> right? It was... It's a... Uh... Yeah. My it was sister, a good ghost, My though. sister said she'd seen a ghost when she was a kid when we were in our bedroom in our house now. Yeah. There was a, a lady that did die in our house, I think. She, well, she had terminal cancer. I'm, I'm assuming she did die in the house. I mean, hey, Tommy. Hey. Um, which is it's a possibility. I mean, I mean, just think when you're in a hotel room, how many people have died in a hotel? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, even in the room you're at. Yeah, well, I mean, it depends how they die, too. It doesn't necessarily mean they died. It means, like, that's what, I'm not scared of cemeteries because yeah. th- it didn't happen there. No. You know, I, I, know, I, know, I know people that used to work in hotel industries, and they've, they've like, one, this one girl I knew her first week in the job. Um, someone died in a room, and the cleaning maid found them, and it was just a heart attack. But then okay. I've, I've heard stories where, me, um, you know, maids have found people who blew their heads off. Yeah. In rooms and stuff, or drug overdoses and stuff. You know what I mean? I think it really has to do with the energy in that room at the time. Like yeah. if it's high, like it's it stays there and just doesn't. Just doesn't I think leave. it's a very very believable thing that and I and I like again we talked about this a couple weeks ago about UFOs and other life forms out there. And as crazy as they may sound, I think there is a possibility that stuff like that does exist out there. Oh, I'm 100% believe Because that. if it didn't, and then why are so many people thinking of this stuff? You know what I mean? Well, I've, seen, I've been on stuff like that, too. I've seen some really weird shit, and I, I remember researching how to um, get that, those lights to, to respond. And um, I'll have to talk about it sometime. We have more time. But I, it, there's something you can do with like a really good laser pointer where mm-hmm. you can actually get... If you start kind of flashing it, if you're in a high in an area where you're like in the middle of nowhere, it can't be like here with light pollution yeah. and like there's too much run. They're not going to do it. But if you're in an area where it's really dark and you start flashing, like, I mean like a really heavy duty laser pointer. Yeah. And like after about an hour, things start flying around. Interesting. I've seen it. I've, se- I've, I mean, seen, I've been around three times in my life. Uh, no, more than three. I'd say about four times and twice um, something happened where like really? these things are flying around and they're, they're not planes. And I'll tell you that they're they're high, just as high as a plane, but they're definitely not. Well, wait till you go to uh, um, New Orleans. It's one of the most haunted cities in the country. I'm, I know. Suze was telling me Next that the, to, the place we're staying at, someone got some some girl got killed in the lobby. Yes, and then mm-hmm. uh, a couple um, committed suicide in their rooms. One of their rooms there too. It's kind of romantic. But uh, they're old, <laughs> and they both had one had terminal illness, and the other one was like, "I'm going too." And well, that's kind of sweet. They had a cocktail and in a morbid the way, found them sitting there just watching TV in their chair. In a morbid way, isn't that kind of sweet? It is. I mean, I but, mean, you know, but I mean, the city itself is, is haunted just for the, because they used to kill. Oh, everything they've had. You know, the gypsies and the, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, voodoo. And, voodoo. Actually, but voodoo and, isn't even that bad. It gets a bad rep, but it's it's actually not supposedly bad. It's, uh, since, since they say there's three of the most, or four of the most haunted cities in this country are uh, Savannah, Georgia, um, Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, Salem, Mass, and um, New Orleans. I'm surprised Gettysburg isn't on there. I'm sure it is, but I think that's more or less like a like not like I think the, the term in terms of developed cities. Gettysburg okay, is more like yeah. a field yeah. when you think about it, right? Sure, but when you think of them, they freaking died there. But I'm, I've heard stories of like old Civil War fields that ghosts are seen sometimes when they go at night and stuff. Oh, you I know? believe that. Yeah. Like you figure out, you know, because. Like you said, Gettysburg. I mean, how many people were killed on that field yeah. at once? Right? Or at the Bunker Hill Monument in Charlestown. Think of that. Think how many people were killed there. And now it's like this monument. People like have picnics and all the hipsters live around it. Well, you would have to you go know? to the other monument on Breed's. Bunker Hill is not... Breed, Bunker Hill Monument's actually built on Breed's Hill. It's on the hill, wrong hill. Regardless, a bunch of people still died around So you have to go there. to the other hill. So Bunker Hill is where houses are. Well, there's no houses there now. It's the hill with the, with the, with the giant penis on top of it. That's, that's Breed's Hill. 
But it's called Bunker Hill. The Bunker Hill Monument is what it's called, yes, though. they screwed yeah. up. They okay, put the but, Bunker Hill Monument on the wrong hill. So but the, that's what the it's hill called. that actually had the people that died on have houses there. Okay. So someone lives in these row houses in Charlestown. Well, it's close enough. With ghosts on <laughs> But no, but the ghosts are in the people's house. They're not just like it's on a hill. Probably. It's in people's houses. And that would freak the hell out of me. I didn't see, I'm, more, I'm more worried about the people who are alive. Yeah. They, they could do more damage. I, I don't yeah, believe like, in poltergeist stuff. Oh, ghosts can't kill you. I don't believe in the poltergeist stuff. I just don't. I, I, I'm because so, I don't believe in organized religion, and that means religion's real because this whole like exorcism thing works. Yeah. Because they have exorcists, exorcists too. You know what I mean? And I just can't buy into that. Well, I don't think yeah. a ghost can kill you. I think the most a ghost can do is just scare the shit out of you. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, just you know, torture you. But uh, I think at one point the ghost will get bored of you. I think ghosts are if you embrace the ghost. I didn't think they can follow you though. They can follow you, but I think if you accept the ghost as a ghost, then you have a different relationship of them. I once I once dated a girl who claimed that like things would get thrown at her occasionally. Yeah. And I'm like, we can't date anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> I was like, who says that? What? Yeah, no one wants things thrown at them. I think that's kind of interesting. Just randomly floating and just throw it, just thrown at you. Yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. Can't picture that. Just sitting there, and all of a sudden the dog toy just hits you in the face. Yeah, I think it's more psychic. I had a rock thrown at me once. Yeah, I was in a field in Borica, and it was this, this. It was an orb in this field, and I, it was a ghost hunt. And because um, someone told us, long story short, someone told us this is place is haunted, whatever. And it, there was this field. See one of it, yeah. And so there was this orb in the middle of this field, and it was glowing. And we thought it was like some of the flashlights, some stupid teenager. An okay. Orb. Yeah, it was an orb, and it was like some stupid teenager or whatever. So we, we tried to circle around this and try to get in so nothing get out. And then as we got closer, though, I don't mean like this close, but as we started closer, it went out. Yeah. So, but there was no footprints in or out of that area. And it was tall grass. It's not like it was like yeah. there, we would have seen or heard somebody running in and out of that. And then when we left, it came back. And we just hovering there. This, this, and we were kind of like far away at the, when, when we walked away from it. And then all of a sudden, we're standing there, and all of a sudden, I just... Could hit right in the back with this freaking rock. It wasn't that big. It was like, yeah. you know, like maybe the size of a golf ball. Huh. And it was just to get my attention. And then to end it all, though, when I'm like, okay, that's kind of kind of weird. Car battery dies. Ooh. And one of us on, the, yeah, on the, <laughs> one of the car battery dies. We had two cars. Freaky. Yeah, that was weird. And I'll leave it with that. I hope everyone's freaked out who's watching this at home and yeah. listening. Yeah. Ghosts do exist. And. uh... Perhaps we will go into more detail another time. And perhaps when we're in New Orleans broadcasting live, we'll see a ghost. Maybe. So anything is possible. Um, are you uh, plugging anything? Yes. Um, I will get back to the Whirlwind Reports. Okay. Whirlwindreports.com. Also follow me on Twitter at, at WhirlwindReport. And always check out thepaggy.com. Very nice. Very nice. Get me on at DJI84 on Twitter. Packy.com, of course, and uh, make sure you check out my daily vlog. It's uh, the Daily Quickie with Audi 84. Just type in uh, TDQ Audi 84 on YouTube, and you can find the Daily Quickie. Just like Adam DeWoo. I am Audi the Quickie. That's about it. So, uh, and make sure you, you, you like, you send a message, comment, thumbs up, anything. Just give us five stars on iTunes. Anything. We need help. We're struggling over here. <laughs> really, yeah. I need to make my rent payments. I got make my rent payments. <laughs> I got my rent. I got my mother's dialysis. <laughs> Happy birthday, Susie J. Yes. We said that first thing we started the show. Aw, I wasn't yes. here. Yeah. I here. I can and confirm course, he did Susie say that. Susie J's 51st birthday. So. That is a fact, not an artifact. And we'll see her in, in New Orleans in two weeks. So, thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. And, uh, of course, Tommy Anola. <laughs> who are becoming hams all of a sudden for this radio show. We will see you guys later. Have a good time. Later. The Art of Show is brought to you by thepacky.com. The Packy for all your sports, comedy, and drinking needs. www.thepacky.com And it's also brought to you by DJ ID84 Entertainment. Now, 84 Entertainment. Check out DJ ID84 and 84 Entertainment at 84ENT.com for the best rates for your DJing.